Hi, welcome to the Coach I Am Show. My name is Carlos Briseño. And I'm Rod Dunlap. This is our sixth episode, and we're really happy that you're here with us. Rod, uh, please lead us in prayer. Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the gift of this day, and we thank you for all the blessings of this day. And we thank you for your mercy, and um, we just we thank you for this opportunity to come together today and, and talk more about the wonderful faith that, that we've been blessed with and our, our passion for sports and how those two worlds intersect. And we just... We just pray, come Holy Spirit, upon our conversation and all the listeners out there, that our hearts would be fertile to listening to your voice. And we ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Spirit, amen. So, Rod, I really love the topic of today's talk. I think a little bit of context is, is necessary here. Um, so recently you went to an event, um, a sports and faith-related event, and during the event, did you ever hear the name Jesus Christ during it? Carlos, uh, the answer to that is no. Yes, I just recently went to an event uh, that was actually supposed to be about evangelization. And I was, as I was eating lunch, I realized, you know, half of this day is, is over. And I have yet to hear someone mention the name Jesus or our relationship with Jesus. And it made me realize that, you know, I know that we have, as Catholics, uh, there is a problem in our church with just using the name Jesus. But really, it's pretty dominant within, like, the sports world, whether it be youth athletics or pro sports. We don't like to say the name Jesus. We, we, we say the name God. You hear that, but we don't hear the name Jesus. And today, I think it's important that we talk about uh, why the name Jesus is so important in our faith. And as Catholic Christians, what we need to be doing more of and, and, and how, we can, how we can go about using the name Jesus more often. Yeah, that really resonated with me. And, and mainly because the whole point of our faith is the resurrection of our Lord and and our salvation depends on that and so why can't we talk about him or why aren't we talking about him if, if he's that important <laughs> yeah so yeah that's, that's why I really resonated with me yeah and I um, was doing a little research on this and I just I found some various articles that talked about the importance of Jesus uh, of the name Jesus, and I just kind of want to share uh, with 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 you and our listeners a little bit about like the basis of this. First of all, we find it in Scripture. If you remember in uh, the Acts of the Apostles, when Peter and John are out healing people in the name of Jesus, and they get arrested for healing a man, and they are asked literally, "By what name did you do this?" And Peter explains them. He tells them, in the name of Jesus was that man healed. Okay, not anything that they had to do with themselves, but it was the name Jesus. And he actually goes on further to tell them, to tell them, the authorities, that salvation itself comes from the name Jesus. Okay? Under no other name is anyone saved other than the name Jesus. Okay? 
And it's really interesting just to hear that. And you hear that and it's like, oh my goodness, like that's powerful. How are we not as Catholics using that name more knowing that that is the only name that we're saved by? We also see it in in Philippians where we hear that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. It's the name of Jesus. It's a very powerful name. You know, you hear sometimes about like, you know, I, it, it's funny, Carlos, one of the things that I'm interested in reading about are, are exorcisms. And you and I hear about like the name Jesus and the power that it has over the evil one, um, which is so interesting why we don't use it as much as we should. Another, uh, so we see it in scripture, uh, the saints talk about it. Here's a quote by St. Bernard of Clairvaux. Mm-hmm. He said, the name of Jesus is light, food, and medicine. It is light when it is preached to us. It is food when we think about it. It is the medicine that soothes our pains when we invoke it. For when I pronounce this name, I bring before my mind the man who by excellence is meek and humble of heart, benign, sober, chaste, merciful, and filled with everything that is good and holy, who is the very God Almighty, whose example heals me, and whose assistance strengthens me. I say all this when I say Jesus. And I, I saw that quote, I'm like, wow, that's, that's packed with a punch right there. There's so much to that name that we don't even realize. And I think St. Bernard tries to break it down a little bit and be like, it's like food and medicine for all these various reasons. And the last reason uh, that I that I found that it's it's important and powerful is it's used in the way it's used in reverence during liturgy during the mass. Uh, if, if you ever notice, like whenever the name Jesus is used, you see a priest will bow, and even the altar servers will bow when they name the, when they hear the name Jesus. It's just a display of like this enormous reverence that we have for this name but you know we're we're just we're just afraid to use it and um you know just a a personal you know reference to all of this you know i I grew up in a catholic home uh i was raised catholic and we not only did we did i we not have like any sort of religious paraphernalia throughout our house no crucifixes or anything but in our home, and I know even in my uh, extended family, my, my grandparents, and uh, they were very practicing Catholics I and mean, very you know, daily mass goers and everything, but no one ever talked about Jesus. No one ever mentioned Jesus. You just didn't. It was, I don't know if it was a cultural thing or what, but it was so weird when I look back on that time as a child and just like, and even into my teenage years, like, you just never said his name. And it was almost like, wow. Like, it's almost like it's bad in some way. And uh, I don't know, Carlos, have, did you, have you ever had any experience like that? Well, I, I, I definitely think that um, in, in general, I totally agree with everything you said in terms of like the, the fact that a lot of times people don't mention his name when we should. And, and so that's why I said earlier, you know, this really resonated with me because I've seen it over and over again. And, and obviously, to me, part of this is a spiritual battle in the sense that 
of course the devil doesn't want his name to be invoked and and so people fall into that trap of for whatever reason not saying it and so in my mind I, I see myself as saying devil's happy because Jesus's name isn't being invoked now having said that though you know if, if you if you look at the catechism and and this is it's so plainly explained here and to me this is quite powerful and and adds to what we're talking about here to inspire people especially coaches especially athletes especially parents of kids who are athletes to start to incorporate Jesus's name not only in conversation but also in in prayer but listen to this in the catechism there is no other way of Christian prayer than Christ just just that one sentence yeah (laughs) yeah Um, absolutely and then just continuing here whether our prayer is communal or personal vocal or interior it has access to the father only if we pray in the name of jesus yeah the sacred humanity of jesus is therefore the way by which the holy spirit teaches us to pray to god our father Mm -hmm. and so you know this is something that i that i've said a lot and i'm sure you've heard this the jesus prayer um yeah it's, it's so simple and this comes from the desert fathers and again, this is from the Catechism, and basically, it's it's just repeating, Jesus, I'm a sinner, help me, basically. Or say yeah. another way, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yeah. And then said said really concisely, and Saint Augustine said that these desert fathers use these short uh, prayers as spears, and he mm-hmm. meant that in a positive way, you know. Yeah. Um, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. I mean, if you keep repeating that, yeah, um, you're going to get more Jesus in your heart. Yeah, and whatever fears, whatever anxieties are going to be banished. Um, I know because I've, this is what I pray over and over again at various times in my life. Yeah, and Carlos, I, that's a that's a great point. And it's funny you mentioned the whole Desert Fathers things. It's a great segue. But what I was going to uh, talk about next is. You know, just this past weekend, um, I heard a homily, and it was about Jesus being in the desert for 40 days and and how he was tempted by Satan. And Satan, and this is the first time I ever picked up on this, and I, I just never realized this before, but Satan actually uses scripture against Jesus in the desert. Like, he literally quotes scripture against Christ. It's like... So the whole thing's like this scripture battle back and forth between the two of them. But the whole point is, and then the priest talked about this in the homily, is that how Satan will use something that is so good and turn it into evil. And we see that all throughout our society. But concerning this topic of the name Jesus, Satan is tricking us in so many ways to feeling, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, just not cool to say, or especially uh, for men, is it too, is it not macho enough to talk about it? Satan is tricking us big time. The greatest name ever, we refuse to use it. And it's so bizarre to me. And I was thinking more about the whole, the whole idea of, you know, us men, especially, you know, like, why can't we say Jesus? You know, why can't we say Jesus and why can't we talk about our relationship with him? And that that is one of the, the big tricks that Satan has pulled on us. It's like he doesn't want us talking about Jesus. He doesn't want us using his name. 
for example, I mean, I just kind of go back to my personal example. And, you know, I grew up receiving all the sacraments. I was a cradle Catholic, going to, going to Catholic school growing up. But none of it had any impact on me. My faith life had no impact on me. There, it, you know, religion class was just religion class. And I learned about all, you know, Jesus and all these things. But I never saw people talk about it other than in the classroom. And, and that was because they had to. You know, like I said, I grew up in, in my home. It was like no one ever talked about Jesus. No one ever said his name. No one in my extended family, as, even as, as practicing Catholics as they were, and the, my grandparents and the crucifixes all over their house and the statues of Mary, I never heard them once use the name Jesus. That is what Satan is trying to do. And because of that, I grew up with my faith not important to me. And, you know, I, I've had to go through you know, a whole reversion, you know, I went through a time where I left the, the Catholic faith and ended up coming back. And, you know, I'm not saying that's, that's all the reason why, but I'm, you know, there's something to, there's not just something as, as we've talked about, Carlos, there's a, there's a ton to the name Jesus that if we're willing to use it and people are willing to hear it, just the power that it has to it. Agreed, man. Totally agreed. You know, two thoughts popped to mind when I heard you um, say all that. One is, we know things about our friends, right? Your best friend, you know everything about him. And mm -hmm. if I were to ask you questions about your best friend, you would give me a whole bunch of answers about, yeah, during, you know, seventh grade, he did this, mm -hmm. or this is the way he is. I know mm -hmm. uh, this is his favorite movie. And so the same way with Jesus. By that, I mean, the way to talk about him is to get to know him. And the way to talk about him is to invoke his name and to and to pray to him and to not have that fear. So one of the things we're advocating is kids listen to coaches and coaches can have such a huge impact on on um, these young people's lives faith wise and helping them to develop a relationship with Jesus. If they get to know, start to get to know Jesus and get to know who he was and start to apprentice under him and, and be his follower and mm -hmm. read about him and, um, you know, say this is what he said during this parable. And that way, more people will, would be able to talk about him, which is another way of saying uh, we need more disciples out there um, mm -hmm. in the sports landscape. Obviously, coaches, that's one way of, of helping more people, especially you know, the kids start to talk about him, Jesus, and, and pray to him and start to understand him. So yeah. that's, that's just really vital, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's huge, Carlos, especially, you know, uh, with what we're doing here in the Archdiocese and, and doing um, discipleship models with, with coaches and, you know, booster presidents. And I've worked with multiple coaches at this point and... It's interesting, there have been a few where I will start talking about Jesus. I will use, you know, I'll just, I'm open about it and start talking about Jesus and my relationship with Jesus and how I've gotten to this point. And with a few coaches, I can remember just kind of looking across the table and you could see them like cringing, like, oh no, he, he said it, he said the name, he said the word. and. And I, I laugh about it just because it was funny at the time with their reaction to it. But 
it's so spot on to what we see in our society of just like using that name and then people just like they get scared like oh my gosh do i have to start talking about it too or do i need to start using that name too and you know the answer is yes <laughs> yes you do and you should we all should but it you know it as as far as evangelization goes you know it's it's not like i'm pounding them over the head with that but it is something that we do need to learn how to do. Protestants do it really well. Uh, you know, evangelicals are amazing at just going around and telling people about Jesus. And for some Catholics, they hear it and they cringe. Like, like we'll use any other name. We'll use, we'll say God. You know, I, I believe in God. Or, they, or we'll say Lord. You know, like, we'll, we'll use kind of these substitute names, but for some reason, the name Jesus is really, like, you just don't say it, even if you are, like, a believer. And we've got to get past that, because I think, how are we supposed to evangelize people if we can't, ourselves, as Catholics, even use the name Jesus with each other? Or with just other people that we know in our society. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and and honestly, I, I mean, I've been I, I was listening to everything you said closely in the sense of I was trying to imagine that conversation, you know, putting myself there, so to speak, and putting myself in their shoes. And the only thing I can think of is is if you truly have a relationship with Jesus, you're going to say the name Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so that just to me says that. If they even if they say you know I go to church every Sunday, yeah, um, it's not enough. You really need to develop a relationship with Jesus so that He becomes more than just you talking about your best friend, but that you talk about Him in such a way that you know that He's our Savior. I mean, there, there's mm -hmm. a difference between your best friend and someone who's your Savior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huge difference. Absolutely, and that just points out the fact that. We hopefully through through the show, we hopefully through our various ministries and other people out there listening who do have that relationship have to be real patient, be real loving, and be disciple makers to to nurture these people along so mm -hmm. that just like any mustard seed, um, it just needs that attention and it will grow. Yeah. Um, but the fact that we're talking about it, I think, is a good thing because it may stimulate some people to realize, like, they, they can't be afraid not to talk about him. Yeah. And they have to approach those people who are good people who do go to church but are afraid to say the name because yeah. ultimately, yeah. you know, that's not what discipleship is about. Yeah. About and, and, you know, proclamation. yeah. And you, you mentioned the word being afraid, and I think there, you know, we could do a whole nother episode on, on just fear and how we make so many decisions in our life based out of fear. And that's one of them that's holding people back from saying the name. They're afraid of like what other people are going to say. They're afraid. We're afraid of like society. We're afraid of, we're afraid of people cringing. We're afraid of all of this, these things. But you know, it's kind of like, well, let's just think about what the apostles had to deal with when they went out to these foreign lands and were telling people about this guy, Jesus. You know, like, they were proud to say, I know Jesus, This we were friends, 
he loves us. He loves you the same way. And they proclaimed it and they weren't afraid of what the result was going to be. You know, they, they were, they were facing life or death. Here we are just facing someone cringing over it. You know, I mean, and we, we can't, we, we just don't have, we don't have the courage to even encounter that, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. You know, and even even St. Paul, who, who, you know, wasn't there as as a witness, in a sense, to all the things that his his friends did in the original 12. And But the difference is that St. Paul knew him, you know? Yeah. That's basically, I think what I'm advocating here is get to know him. If you can't talk about him, then something is missing in your life, and that what's missing is you don't know him. Yeah. And and yeah. honestly, like, th- your salvation depends on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right, Carlos. If you if we can't say the name, that means we don't know him, and we can go to church all we want. But think about it. If if think about like what we're doing is if we go to mass, we receive his body, we receive his blood, and we receive his word. Then we we walk out the church doors. And we don't want to talk about him to anybody. Like it, it's it's really interesting what we, especially as Catholics, and I say that as Catholics because I I know Protestants, you know, and I, I they have no problem talking about Jesus, and they have no problem uh, talking about Jesus to each other, to strangers. Uh, it's so natural to them. And it's so bizarre to think back, you know, to like when I was taught our our Catholic faith, you know, why was I never taught the importance of the name Jesus? You know, why? It just, and I think there's generations of us Catholics who we just were not taught it or shown it or, you know, really just given the beauty of the name. And so we don't share it with one another. We don't talk about him. And yeah, you know, those of us who are working in evangelization, it's, it's a bizarre thing, you know, that we, we go out there and people, people who we see in church on Sunday, they, they just, they're the same ones who are cringing when they hear the name, you know, but even you know even if even if you're listening to this you're not working evangelization you you still need to talk about him if if um because this is the only way we're going to get the sports landscape to change basically and and I think ultimately the greatest thing that people can do who do have a personal relationship and are listening to this um episode is be a witness go out talk to someone about Jesus even if the other person does cringe the, the the sincerity of your witness will come through. The love that's in your heart um, that flows from Jesus will come through. And that has a huge impact on people. And that's the way to kind of encourage other people. Because ultimately, you know, if you think about the um, the disciples, I mean, they were kind of huge, huge cowards back in the day. When they got um, hit by the Holy Spirit, like everything mm-hmm. changed. So, Pentecost, yeah. Yep. So ultimately, you know, all, all, all of y'all who are who are hit by the Holy Spirit, go out there and start witnessing because kids are listening to their coaches, and if they don't listen to their coaches talk about Jesus, they're going to end up like you, Rod, like going like, what the heck? Why didn't anyone yeah, talk yeah. to me about this? I, you know, Carlos, I, I think back and I'm like, man, if, if I had a coach 
who is like actually using the name Jesus, like who knows what trajectory my life would have taken, uh, you know, and, and, and that's why I wish and hope and work at seeing that today in our society. And I applaud those coaches who are able to say the name Jesus in front of their players. And, you know, part of my goal is to encourage and invite more coaches to be willing to do that. And like you said, it's ultimately about knowing Christ and then being able to actually use his name. But I think even using his name can help us to know him better because we're calling on it. We're calling on him using his name in the right way, I should say, right. and not in vain, but like just calling, we're calling on Jesus. We're saying his name and, you know, just, you know, circling back to, you know, the, the, the quote from St. Bernard and just how powerful, you know, he says that name is, you know, talking about it's light, food and medicine. Like it is everything and just the name because the name is so powerful and it, it would be great to see that in the sports world, just that, that power and love being represented by coaches and ultimately how cool would it be to see, you know, youth athletes running around using the name Jesus, you know, like on the football field or on the basketball court, you know, it's, that is the ultimate goal. So awesome, man. Well, I want to, I want to close this episode, I think with, with something that's really inspiring. And again, the simplicity of this is, is kind of awesome. Again, from the catechism, the invocation of the holy name of Jesus is the simplest way of praying always. When the holy name is repeated often by a humbly attentive heart, the prayer is not lost by heaping up empty phrases, but holds fast to the word and brings forth fruit with patience. This prayer is possible at all times because it is not one occupation among others, but the only occupation, that of loving God, which animates and transfigures every action in Christ Jesus. So having said all that, I just want to end with a prayer, and it'll mm-hmm. be really simple. Great. Amen, Father, and Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. Lord Jesus, have mercy on us. Lord Jesus, have mercy on us. Lord Jesus, we trust in you. Lord Jesus, we trust in you. Jesus, we thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Carlos. See you later. Take care, ma'am.